allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Would the clerk please call roll? Bartos? Here. Bender? Here. Berlin? Here. Golick? Here. Lush? Here. Mansfield? Here. Church? Here. Skaljack? Here. Vita Clow? Here. Thank you. First item on our agenda this evening is the approval of the February 27th, 2023 meeting minutes. Does anyone have any um, edits that need to be suggested to be made other than that? No. What was presented? Good. All right, with that, I'll make a motion to approve the February 27th, 2023 meeting minutes as presented. Do I hear a second? Second. Uh, <laughs> motion by Scaljack, second by Lesh. Discussion? Roll call. Bartos? Yes. Bender? Yes. Berlin? Yes. Golick? Yes. Lesh? Yes. Mansfield? Yes. Church? Yes. Scaljack? Yes. Vita Cloud? Abstained. Thank you. The motion passes eight yeas, no nays, and one abstention. Uh, next is just uh, Chairman's comments. Uh, very briefly, um, really nothing to add this evening other than um, as we go through um, this, the next two items, um, just we'll add input as we go through it. Um, this is beyond the, um, uh, the gender neutral typo corrections uh, items that the law directors uh, presented and prepared for us. And then um, we'll be discussing um, preparation of the um, voter booklet for all the items that we have uh, that will move on to council and that will be going on to the ballot um, my suggestion would be we get a couple of people to kind of form a little subcommittee to handle all of the uh, drafting of that uh, shouldn't be too terribly difficult considering um, the items that we've presented are uh, pretty brief in nature but um, we'll go through that review kind of what was presented um, 10 years ago and how it was done and um, then hopefully at the next meeting uh, perhaps or either the next meeting or the first one in April uh, we'll have a draft ready uh, for the Commission to review and then um, hopefully then make the final edits to that and um, hopefully maybe by the second meeting in April have that wrapped up and, and ready to go um, so that's kind of where we're at this evening um, does anyone else have any comments or questions on that all right Hearing none, we'll move on to uh, the next item on the agenda, which is our review and further discussion of the potential charter legislation for Article 12, Section 5, Gender Neutral Typo Corrections for the entire charter. Um, if you recall, last meeting we discussed um, several uh, different uh, cities and, and some of the things that they've done uh, throughout Ohio, uh, Trotwood, Kent, Kirkland, uh, amongst a couple others, and we gave the law director um, some direction to provide us with a couple of different options of um, ones that uh, we seem to like and want to discuss further. Um, he has presented that in the document that you have in front of you, or should have in front of you, with an option one and an option two. Um, does anyone want to kind of start that conversation on either either of the options, whether you like them, don't like them, or have some other thoughts of um, you know a different um, a different makeup of those two options is obviously also on the table. So um, I don't know if anybody wants to kind of start on that. Anyone? Um, Teresa? I think that yeah, option two is uh, the one I'm leaning more towards. Mm -hmm. I think the outline at the beginning is 
pretty clear um, in terms of the responsibility of who needs to take care of the matter. Um, and then again, as we talked about last time, just the three chunks mm -hmm. it kind of spells it out for the voters. Mm -hmm. And I know that at last time, though, it did come up and it did catch me again, too, about the whole word reprinting, especially in like today's day and age of if that gets adjusted to something more suitable for digital era. Yeah, the, the one thing on that is, um, and I was talking with Mike uh, prior to the meeting here this evening because he had brought that up, you know, there is, I mean, there has to be a hard copy printed and here on, you know, on premises, so to speak. So, you know, it is an actual printing of the document. Um, Dave, do you have any other comment on that other than? No, I, yeah, we, we need one. Yeah, you need a, a, a physical hard copy. Yes. So using the word reprinting, I think, is totally acceptable and appropriate in this case um, because it is going to be actually reprinted. I have a question regarding that. Is it ever reprinted just for the sake of reprinting it, or it never gets reprinted unless there's an amendment to it? Only gets reprinted when there's an amendment. Okay. Yep. Um, anybody else have any comments on either of these two options? I agree with Liz. I think it's, I like option two the best. That's the way I'm kind of leaning. It's, I think it's straightforward as we discussed in the last meeting and a nice combination of what we read. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I like option two as well. I mean, they're both good, I, but I, I do like option two, um, you know, a little bit better. Um, and I'm just trying to think if there was any other thing. So that one was, yeah, election at which the amendments were adopted. Yeah. Um, Dave, on, on that option two, um, is there any, um, you know, versus option one where um, it states, for option one it states, um, with the approval of council and the law director, and then prior to any reprinting of the charter, by uh, such error by a majority vote of the entire council, um, on option two, there's nothing as far as what's required as far as uh, if there has to be uh, some sort of a vote on council at that point. Is that like after all the stuff is kind of corrected before it gets finalized, council would vote on that, or what are your thoughts on that, or or does it, or is it just that? Um, you know, a simple majority vote of council along with you approving the clerk of council to go ahead and start making some edits to then submit to council and the law director to review. Well, I, I could, I could take the language that's in option one, um, starting with, um, I think I know where you're going, Dave, because I wrote it down myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I did like kind of a yeah. combo of the yeah, two. Yeah, starting, starting with the clerk of council, uh, um, option two could read, following any election at which any amendment to this charter is adopted, right. the clerk of council with the approval of council and the law director shall, prior to any reprinting of the charter, um, um, if, if I may, I had rewritten that and I just put majority in front of approval. So it would just read the clerk of council with the majority approval of council and the law director shall. And that way you get the significance of having a majority vote of council. We could, I mean, without, I, we could do, make that insert into option two mm -hmm. and then keep the rest of the language the same. <clears throat> so Denise, you're saying that you would say so actually, I actually had one other change in that first paragraph. I would read it as this, following any election at which any amendment to this charter is adopted, 
and prior to any reprinting of the charter, the clerk of council with the majority approval of council and the law director shall make the following changes therein. We have got well, a new law director, say, Dave. <laughs> very good. Could we, could we have that one more time? Sure. Um, following any election at which any amendment to this charter is adopted and prior to any reprinting of the charter, the clerk of council with the majority approval of council and the law director shall make the following changes therein. I think that makes sense. Okay, and then I just had kind of follows through with that and just my habit to, to proofread and change things all the time. Um, for under A, B, and C, I think it, we needlessly repeat reprinting of the charter. Since we have it in the beginning paragraph, I would strike in A, upon reprinting of this charger, charter, and B, upon reprinting the charter, I would just start with any gender and then get rid of reprinting of this charter in section C. It's, we don't need to keep saying, in my opinion, we don't need to keep saying upon reprinting of the charter since it's in the beginning. But that's all I have. Okay, so if I understand you, Denise, collectively, it would be following any election at which any amendment to this charter is adopted and prior to any reprinting of this charter, the clerk of council with the majority approval of council and the law director shall make, make the, yeah. the following changes therein. Mm -hmm. And then in A, B, and C, where it says upon the words, upon reprinting of this charter in each section, those five words would come out. Correct. Correct. Okay, so. And then a capital A for any gender specific terms in B. In the first one, okay, so in that. Like to no Did nominate Denise to handle all the communications <laughs> in the pamphlet yeah. at this point. I second that motion. <laughs> That's not what I wanted. <laughs> so we also, if we're going through that, we also keep repeating, provided that no substantive changes. Right. So could mm -hmm. we say that? Yeah, you could probably, above. you could probably take, yeah, like take those three therein. out in With A, B, and C. Make the following, yeah. Make the following changes sure. therein, provided that no substantive changes to the charter language well, are made, right. and, and then be done all, with that. Yeah. Correct. Yes. And yes. The only thing extra verbiage that we I don't agree. need. Yeah. And the only other thing we're missing from one, then, if we're trying to pull down, is we also reference the no ballot measure in one and we don't say that in two. Oh, so I see again, what you're I don't saying. know if we So that uh, yeah. So Dave, a couple <clears throat> of things then as we were going through. So in each of A, B and C, uh, the last part of each section says provided that no substantive changes to the charter language are made, mm -hmm. we're saying to strike those three out in or in strike that language out in A, B and C and put it back up into the first paragraph after where he says where it says um, make the following changes therein provided that no substantive changes to the charter language are made and then list a b and c so that we're not repeating those lines of uh three times of provided that no substantive changes to the charter language are made does that make sense okay so that introductory paragraph would say make the following changes therein with a comma Correct. Provided 
that no substantive changes to the charter language are made, which I believe is said in all of A, B, and C, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, correct. Changes. And then, Jill, what was the last thing you said? I in the first one, the very last oh, sentence, we talk top. about a no-ballot measure. I didn't know if we wanted to then reference Is that it or not. It, does I it don't know. have legal significance to have it in there, or no? If it's not there, is it really, are we missing anything? Well, right. I don't know. We'll ask Dave when he's done writing. Yeah, there. We'll let him write first. Yeah. The only thing would be, you know, in that option one, I think they're putting that no ballot measure would be required because that triggering event did not require um, a change via uh, an election. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that so makes sense. So ours is basically saying that can only be done following an election Something in which there was an amendment happened. made, right? That makes sense. Dave, are you following that that question that uh, Jill had uh, or suggested comment? No. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, to be honest, no, I'm still, <laughs> still writing. I'm still writing. <laughs> the the question that she was bringing up, or not even a question, just a comment. In option one, the last couple words it says, and no ballot measure would be required. And she was asking, do we need to bring that down into option two? And I said, I I don't think we need that because in option one. The whole point of that of that option was that um, those changes could be made whether or not there was a, an election at the ballot that amended the charter versus option two, which is saying these things can be done and triggered once there was a change via an, via an amendment change um, in an election. Is that yeah, correct? I, I would agree with that. I don't right. think we need it. Yeah. I don't okay. think we need it. Does that it. make sense, Joe? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Right. So you you got all that, Dave? <laughs> um, Want to run through it one more time here? No, no, no. Um, um, all right. Here's 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 how the total section five would have to read. Um, this this if we t if we take option two. Section five now in the charter, the title says gender neutral designations. So what I would do is I would propose to change, part of this change to this section will be the title first. Okay. And that, that would follow, this is the miscellaneous section of the charter. Correct. So that would follow what we're, what we're doing here. So that title would be that title would be misspellings comma errors in grammar renumbering Upon codification and 
gender neutral designations right and the first sentence of the existing charter would be all legislation and amendments to the codified ordinance to the codified ordinances shall henceforth contain gender neutral language period then it would say following any election and we would go with our language on the charter so what we'll, what we would have is we'd still keep what we have right. as far as making sure gender gender neutral goes uh, with any uh, uh, yeah, future city ordinances mm -hmm. and, and, and any legislation and then this would flow and then that yeah and that gives us the ability to correct things that were mm -hmm. previous to whatever it was 93 right. right and the title would then mimic some of these this captions line. that you now have inserted if right. you pass it right Okay. That would be it. Right. So you have the marching orders then, Dave, to <laughs> bring that one? <laughs> I, 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 I do have the marching orders, and, and Mr. Chairman, I'm, I'm glad because when I produce this piece of legislation, I'm, I'm kind of happy and sad at the same time. My work is done. So I will produce this legislation for Kristen for your next meeting, and unless there's an issue on what I, if I've missed something here, um, I'm going to miss this group, but there's no need for me to follow right. up with your booklet information. Uh, that's all you're doing. Um, and, uh, you know, I must say I've, uh, I've had five of these in my, my, my term as a law director, and uh, you guys are definitely the most vocal. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's uh, to see consensus in a commission of nine with an alternate, it's pretty impressive, I think. That those votes that you took at the last meeting showed a lot of, the result of a lot of work. Uh, yep. That's just for me. Because I've had commissions like this where it's been politically charged and issues sometimes get politically charged and uh, what gets lost is the real intent to do something that's in the best interest of the community. You guys have done a great job. Thank you, thank Dave. You. And thank you for all your input. Is there anything, Dave, that you'll need to, like for our, when we get into the booklet discussion, is there anything that you'll need to review or add in b ballot language into the, the, the booklet? Uh, well, that would maybe be the only other if you, thing. If you, if you go down the road of drafts, I will work with Kristen to get okay. my comments to you in drafts. The, the, the one concept you should understand is right now, we're internal, and what I mean by that is you've seen legislation that I've drafted, you've seen proposed ballot language that I draft as part of that legislation. In the Board of Election process, that's only the first step. So when you send your booklet to council, and Kristen will coordinate with Tammy Tabor what she now has as the final um, version of your first five amendments and then we'll have this that booklet will have that proposed language when those ordinances are taken down to the board of election the board of election does its own review of the ballot language and my recommendation is passed and the board of election recommendation on language goes to the secretary of state it can be changed. The Secretary of the State of the state has the final authority on what the ballot language is to be. 
So at some point in time, when the notices go out about your charter amendments to the voting public, that ballot language may be different than your booklet. And Kristen will have to try to follow that because the ballot, the ordinances themselves, there's two ways of notification. Uh, some notifications by um, a publication of general um, circulation or one being mailed to every resident. So that may be the only change you'll have to watch as we get closer to the, uh, to the election. But that's the process for approval of a ballot language. We do not have the final say. Now, they will take our language under consideration, and sometimes there is no change. But sometimes there is, and that's their call. And then, Dave, so if, let's say, at the next meeting, uh, let's just say this stuff that we worked on here tonight gets passed by the, the commission, it goes forward to council. So all six of those items will then be in council's hands at that point, correct? Right. And when will council vote to officially push that through? Will that be in April in theory or? Uh, it, it, it could be immediately. Okay. It could be after three readings, okay. depending upon what council wants to do. It has to find its way to the Board of Election before the beginning of August. Sometime okay. in the beginning of August is the time frame. So, uh, but, but, the, but the commission should understand that would only be a reading process that's up to council. No changes can be made. Right. You're, you're, whatever you send, it's going. They, the council does not have authority to say no Correct. or, or to, change to change it. what you send. Right. So let's just, uh, I, and I'm just trying to think on, the, on this booklet timing. Um, if if we get the stuff to council uh, after the next meeting, and let's say they decide to go through three meet three meetings, three readings. So you're talking uh, the first Tuesday in May would be the third one. They do two in April, one in May. Um, that then goes to the board of elections. Do we have any control on when the board of elections would give final? ballot language that maybe we could then incorporate that into the booklet well, or the is it best the, for us to just move ahead with the language as we have it well the sooner that we get at the board of elections their routine usually is to address it immediately immediately because okay. if they wait till the beginning of august with all the communities they have a ton of work to do right. so the sooner we get it down there okay the better okay all right that's good to know then all right all right, thank you very much. Does anybody have any other comments on Article 12, Section 5? Okay. Um, as uh, Law Director Maddie stated, he'll have that um, ordinance for us to review uh, at the next meeting, and the commission can decide at that point um, if it's something that we want to you know, push ahead and, and make the final uh, recommendation along with the other five items and then council will have that in their hands one way or the other um, here for the April first April meetings okay Laura good all right um, next item is then uh, the discussion on the preparation of the voter booklet um, which is going to go out to all of our residents um, it'll be posted online on the city website and so on and so forth um, uh, Kristen has provided uh, just a, a basic template format um, to everybody here this evening. It does not have any of the, um, you know, there's no language in there from the commission. It's just showing the um, 
the five items or six items um, on here uh, as an example of the ones we've um, pushed forward. Um, there's always a cover letter uh, as well uh, to the citizens from uh, Mayor Ruby and the, the chairperson, obviously that would be me. Um, that would be on the front and then on the back, um, usually there's a little explanation of what the Charter Review Commission does and when it meets and who it's met with and so on and so forth. And so an example um, from the um, previous uh, one is on there updated a bit with um, some of our information so um, again I my suggestion would be that you know we kind of keep the template that's formed no need to recreate the wheel on, on this one and if you've looked in your booklets um, the 2013 one which had a, a number of items I think there was maybe eight or nine of them on there um, and it kind of gives the little rundown and breakouts of how they um, you know, explained some of the stuff. They did have a few that were a little more um, complicated, for lack of a better term. Um, and I know they worked on this for a little while to try and um, reduce down the wordiness, but yet still provide with um, enough information to explain um, what the purpose behind the, the recommendation to change uh, was. And so you know that's really the main thing that we need to get across um, when we present this and write this up is you know what what's the reason for the change that we're making it could be as simple as you know hey we just think it's time to update the spending limit um, it hasn't been done since 2003 and it's time to do it or you know hey we just think it's to be consistent with the voting uh, removal on rec commission to be with board of zoning and planning commission and literally could be one or two sentences to explain that so again i don't think it's you know super complicated but again we want to make sure that we're being clear and concise and um you know presenting it in a in a way that the residents can understand it and hopefully you know pass the items that we've uh, presented to them um you know, my thought would be that, you know, we get a couple of people that are willing to work on it and, you know, put a draft in a Word document on the, the various topics, um, the five that we've already done, and you can start working on, on the one we discussed tonight just in case it, it does pass. Um, does anybody want to step up and offer to do that? <laughs> That's the next question. Uh, I can. Don't all jump at once. <laughs> I, I'll volunteer Eric, okay. along with Whoever wants to join. Yeah, if we could get like two people, two, three people to just. I'm happy to help out. Okay, that's good. So, Denise and Eric, if you guys want to kind of work together behind the scenes and, um, you know, just put a draft together and, and bring it maybe to the, ne the, next, the next meeting if possible, okay. which is, I think, on the 22nd. If you can't quite get to it then, then. Yeah, that's next week. Um, if if you can, great. If not, the first meeting that we have yeah. in April is more than sufficient. I know that some people March twenty second might be tough, yeah, might but, be pushing yeah. it, but that's fine. So um, you know, and, and however you guys want to do it, if you want to split it up or work on it together and pass it back and forth in a word document is fine. And then you know you can get it to Kristen, copy me on it, and um, and you know Kristen can get it out to all of us so that we have something to review at the at either the next one or the second meeting from now um does that sound good anybody have any other comments on that as far as it's concerned again if you look back on the 2013 one it's pretty self-explanatory and uh, whatnot and what i'll do is um i'll get the kind of the cover letter with the mayor and then the that back letter um, as well and get those to you guys so that you can kind of 
to have that. And then, uh, as the mayor said last week or the last meeting, um, there will be a, a staff person in the administration that will be able to then lay out all that stuff um, into the document, um, you know, from whatever format we put it in. So, Kristen, I don't know, is that something that you, you actually will do it? Or, oh, okay, so it's Kristen that will do it, so that's easy. Um, <laughs> And then once we can get all that uh, info, you know, formalized and edited, and get everyone's input, then um, you know we can start to move on that, or we can wait until the the board of elections give us the official ballot language. We can put that in if we don't want to just go with what's on the ordinance as it is currently. The, the timing of sending this out, I'm looking at 2013 dated material, right? It went out there. We probably want to put it. Close. I mean, I'm just curious. Historically, is there a certain time where we try to get that out to the the residents? Is yeah, it, I don't recall when 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 did those things. It went out early in September, September 1st. So stated, yeah. yeah, I think that's kind of what you're looking at. Okay. You know, because again, you want to. It's obviously got to get out prior to uh, absentee ballots being um, available, right. which I think usually is first week of October somewhere in there, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So certainly no later than September 1st. You know get that out but um, how quickly do you hear back from the sec Secretary of State did you say or depends on the, on the, the volume depends on the volume of of amendments and election yeah. issues that are mm -hmm. in our county that's why the the sooner we get it the sooner you get it down the we could have everything done yeah and yeah. then we would just insert whatever language was right approved. right right yeah and again like that that stuff I'm I'm gonna believe is gonna have to be done we would have that back by sometime in the summer, assuming that okay. council's done with it by the f first meeting in May. Mm -hmm. I mean, certainly by July we should have, that gives them two months to work on stuff. I, I would think okay. that they would have that wrapped up by then at the latest, okay. right? So I think we should have plenty of time. And just I would just go with how the ordinances read right now, plop that in there, and then mm -hmm. if they change one way or the other, we can amend that. Right. You know, I mean, it makes more sense to me to put what's going to actually be on the ballot. I agree. Right. Yeah. I agree. Yep. For sure. For sure. Um, you don't want to be accused of trying to slip something. Yeah. By. No. No. For sure. <laughs> and so, yeah, because some people they'll say, hey, like, "Where was that document? Or where was that ballot language?" So, okay. Um, anybody have any other comments at this point on the voter booklet info? Good. I have a quick question. Sure. Is it mailed like separately in, to each resident, or is it in one of the every other newsletter every other month? No, it'll it it we we mail that or as the commission we mail it out to every to every okay, resident. So it's just this. Yes. Okay. Correct. Yep. Thanks. And that that's all part of the charter review okay. budget, so to speak, sure. the mailing and and printing and all that stuff. Could it be included in the Brexville magazine and stuff like that? Just uh, could it or should it? be included in alternative pay for that i'm sure i mean you'd have to pay script i'm just saying it, yeah. you'd have to pay for oh, that you'd have it's to not actually pay for that oh, for Brexel sure. magazine's a you know that's a separate, separate organization yeah gotcha. that's script type yeah it'll be posted just like a council stuff it's okay. going to be at the library you know or right oh you just changed it okay sense yeah so library city hall online and then a copy out to every residence urgent people so mr chairman the yes. uh, in, in in the state law under 731.211 
the method of giving notice on proposed charter amendments says the following in accordance with section 9 of article 18 of the Ohio Constitution notice of proposed amendments to municipal charters shall be given in one of the following ways a not less than 30 days prior to the election at which the amendment is to be submitted to the electors the clerk of the municipality shall mail a copy of the proposed charter amendment to each elector whose name appears upon the poll or registration books of the last regular or general election held therein. So you're... Um, so it's going just to registered voters. Just to registered voters. So whatever date you, I believe you said September 1st, that would fit because it's not less than 30 days. Right. Okay, so that's one method. The second method is, the f or the option that is there, is the full text of the proposed charter amendment shall be published once a week for not less than two consecutive weeks in a newspaper of general circulation in the municipal corporation or as provided in section 7.16 of the revised code which I'd have to look up, with the first publication being at least 15 days prior to the election at which the amendment is to be submitted to the electors. So there's two options of notice. Um, and I do believe, I do believe the past practice has been to send to the yes, electors. And that's correct. If that's what is chosen here, um, your time frame is you know, up to 30 days before that election. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. All right, so we have an idea then. We're looking kind of a target date of September 1st to send that stuff out would be the, the goal. Correct? Good? Okay. Um, any comments from the public? Seeing none. <laughs> Chairman, I, I yes. have one, one question. <laughs> you, you had indicated at some point that possibly you would send in your letter um, an item and um, that was to council right yes. yeah is, 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 are we'll, you going we'll to do, do that? that too okay yep yeah that was the um, HR mm -hmm. yep thank you Dave for reminding me but yeah we will do that that was going to be my other matters deemed appropriate to chime in on that one. All right. you lost. David sure it was <laughs> I've, got, I've got notes written right here letter to City Council okay. that's and what I'll do is like I, I can I'll write up a draft for that as well and we can work on that as as we go through too Okay. So, all right. So just just a procedural question. So if Eric and I work separately together through the computer, mm -hmm. do we like our email correspondence is back and forth saying I like what you did, you like what I did? Um, do we need to send or just could we just CC you at the same yeah. time and then mm -hmm. you have all the record yep. of that? Okay. Mm -hmm. Just so. Yep. We know what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. Like For you. sure. Yep. Okay, uh, the last item then would just be other matters deemed appropriate, basically um, setting a couple of meetings here. Um, we have, I believe, already set next Wednesday, March 22nd at 6.30. Um, it's looking like I probably will be out of town that evening, so um, I would not be here for that. Which again. night is that, Craig? Next Wednesday. 6.30, as long as everybody else is here, we should be okay. 
everything Who's else. Who's going to run the meeting? Well, one of you guys can figure it out. <laughs> I don't, did we ever, is it Dan? Yeah. Yeah, see? Okay. But you got to be early. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Greg so, rolled up at 10 after today. I just wanted to let you know. Yeah. All right. So, so Dan, uh, you can run the, the meeting, assuming that, again, that it looks like I will not be able to make uh, that one now. I apologize for that, but um, that just came up yesterday. So, um, so we're at Wednesday, March 22nd at 6.30. And, um, and Kristen, I'll get you um, an agenda for that meeting as well. I'll get that to you tomorrow. And then um, for April, we should probably set, um, you know, the next two meetings uh, for April, if possible. Um, the dates that were on the original list that potentially everybody was clear, Wednesday, April 5th. How does that look for everybody? Does anybody have any issue with April 5th? My t both of the April Wednesdays for not me good. might not work okay. anymore just with okay. multiple Okay. Well, and things. again, hopefully by that one we're not going to be voting on anything. That's just going to be probably reviewing a booklet, the booklet at that point. Um, and again, you can if you can't be there and we have a draft, you can just, you know, send a note to me or Kristen or whatever with your comments on it. Um, that that's not a problem. Um, is April 5th okay for everybody? Good. All right, so we'll set then Wednesday, April 5th at 6.30 uh, as a meeting. And then um, the other date was April 19th at 6.30. I have a conflict on the 19th. Okay. Does anyone else have a con I may have a conflict on the 19th, but I'm not 100% sure I yet. And I, I apologize, but I will not be here on the April 5th okay. unless it's raining. Okay. <laughs> Baseball. Mm -hmm. It's um, the first. It's the first game of the season. And I'm not going to miss it. Sorry. No, that's fine. But it will probably be raining or snowing. So. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, okay, that's okay. Um, Unless you're a farmer, Denise. so uh, I'm sorry. April nineteenth. <laughs> who has conflicts on April nineteenth? Okay. Oh, you have three. So. so three. Okay, let's let's kill the nineteenth. That that one's not going to work. Let's look uh, maybe a little later in April. Um, how does April Tuesday, April twenty fifth? That is Good. empty bowls for the Kwanas. So from five to seven. So all of us should be going to that. Um, but um, <laughs> I won't be here well, for that. that was a plus. Good work. <laughs> What if, we did like a, what if we did 7.30? <laughs> if we did later, then yeah. Because, I mean, again, by that point, my guess is we're just going to be mm -hmm. reviewing the booklet and maybe finalizing that, and that might be, could potentially be the last meeting. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, once we get everything sorted. If no one finalized. else objects to a later meeting like that. No, apparently I have something to do from 5 to 7 now. You do. It's a good cause. <laughs> is, would would 7.30 be okay on um, April 25th? Yeah. Okay, let's do that then. So Tuesday, April 25th, 7, yeah, yeah, 7.30. Yeah. There, uh, Laura, there's no yeah. rec commission or anything April 25th, 7.30? That's a Tuesday. Okay, all right. So, okay, so we've got Wednesday, March 22nd, 6.30. Wednesday, April 5th, 6.30. And Tuesday, April 25th, 7.30. Okay. Well, Brexville spring break is the last week in March. Mm -hmm. I know. I don't but, know when they restart. Oh, something from that. Okay. 
April 5th was our other ones. April 5th, April 25th. We probably do, but I don't have my schedule because we just got it. Well, let's keep it and we can always change it at the next one. Okay, so that gives us, again, the 22nd of March, the 5th of April, and then Tuesday the 25th at 7.30 so that our bowl holders can be here. Okay. Thank you. So appreciate that. I'll, Thank you. You can buy a ticket. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, anything else for the commission? <laughs> good? All right, with that, I'll make a motion to adjourn. Second. Second by, motion by Scaljack, second by Berlin. Roll call. Bartos. Yes. Fender. Yes. Berlin. Yes. Golic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mansfield. Yes. Church. Yes. Skaljack. Yes. Peter <laughs> Clow. Yes. Meeting adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Anything.